We were still trying to convince Pinocchio, who we nicknamed Woody, to join our regular poker game, but he kept refusing, saying he couldn't bluff. Rumpelstiltskin, or Stilt as we called him, took a swig from his stein and turned to me. How's Gretel? He'd had a thing for my sister for some time. The feeling wasn't mutual. It wasn't that she was heightest, but Stilt was a spinner and magician, and she liked musicians better. I made a face. Not good. That Pied Piper fellow she ran off with is a doofus. Now she's in charge of something like seventy kids. What a pain. What did he want with all those kids, anyway? He's starting a music group, the Chanting Children's Choir. Claims he's going to take them everywhere on tour, rent some halls, play for the crowned heads, that sort of thing. Says they'll make him a fortune, but right now they're eating him out of house and home. He should talk to the old woman. Don't know how she keeps all those kids in that shoe, but she manages somehow. You sure you don't want to help her out, Stilt? You always wanted a kid. I'll pass. Would you look at that? Wolfie nodded toward the door and gave a low whistle. A young woman had come in, dressed in a frilly skirt, ribbons in her hair, white stockings. She was a sweet-looking number, but carried a crooked stick. She'd better have a handy weapon in a place like this, as we didn't get many of her type here. Catching any wood, Pinocchio? Very funny! Wonder what she wants. She's looking around. Not here for dwarves. She's coming this way. I know her, said the hare, peering through the dark interior, where she shone like a white beacon. She strode over to our table, and he greeted her. Hey, Bo, what's up? I lost my sheep, she said, and I don't know where to find them. Our gaze naturally shifted toward the likely suspect. Don't look at me, said Wolfie. I've been right here with you guys. We had to admit the truth of it. I spoke up. Where did you see them last? In the meadow with little boy Blue. Next thing I know, he was nowhere to be found, and neither were they. They probably didn't go far, said Wolfie. They're not that bright. Don't be sheepish, said Stilt. Can't help it. It's the way I was brought up. My dad used to call them meals on wheels. Hare looked thoughtful, an unusual state of affairs for him. Bo, did you let your boss know? He'd kill me. This is kind of my last chance. It's happened before? Did you ever consider another line of work? It's all I know, she said as a single tear rolled down one cheek. We all looked at each other. I shrugged. I suppose we could help look for them. Oh, would you? That would be swell! The young lady clapped her hands and bobbed up and down, her ringlets bouncing. We finished our drinks and got up. I thought about a plan. Not easy, after all we'd been drinking that night. We should split up. Look in different places. Woody, why don't you go with Wolfie? Make sure he doesn't have any accidental ingestion? In case you find them first. Stilt, you're with me and this young lady, and Harry can cover more ground on his own. Long as he doesn't stop for a nap, said Stilt. Harry shot him a dirty look. I'll bet all your naps are short ones. Stilt shook his head as if disgusted. Wow, first time I've ever heard that one, funny bunny. I cut them off. Okay, you jokers, let's put out the search party. We've got some sheep to find. So we'll be wool-gathering, Stilt wore a huge grin. You're not as funny as you think you are, said Harry. Good thing I don't use racy jokes. They went on, but I hurried out of there with bow and toe. Stilt had to rush to catch us. I thought of calling him Run Pulls Diltskin, but didn't want to start anything.